steps to guide you into your divine assignment and reach greater levels of greatness in the Lord. Come expecting to soar above every obstacle, to reach new levels of anointing and authority, experience spiritual encounters, and walk in greater freedom. Is the Lord challenging you to believe for bigger things? Are you no longer interested in the ordinary, but rather Elijah's anointing for miracles? Will you be obedient, though? Will you be obedient when God asks you to step out in greater faith? Well, these are some major questions for today. And to answer these questions, we must truly examine our hearts because God is calling many of us right now to stand up to defeat. He's calling us to recalculate our unbelief and to step out in radical obedience. As I look back on my own life, I experienced many miracles and promises, and these miracles and fulfillment of promises gave me hope for more healing and more, more miracles, not just for me, but for all those that I encounter, those that I pray for, And I have stood in awe when God moved and established his promises regarding my family, my ministry, and those that I prayed over. And several times what I've noticed is that God healed the dying. He gave them life again. And there have been times, though, when the opposite has occurred. And I have felt defeat crouching at my door. And I'll be honest with you, some of the promises, there's been there's some promises that haven't been fulfilled yet. And I've often questioned, why, Lord? Why do we sometimes experience it? And why do we not? You know, for many of us, the last couple of years have been very, very difficult. And for our family, we have lost several loved ones, um, had near-death experiences. One of them was my own. And also experience trauma at a at another level that we've never experienced before. And I believe that you have too, because many people that I talk to, they also are experiencing one thing right after another. I know that defeat is crouching at our door, just like I said. It's pounding at every family's door. It wants to get in. It wants to destroy us. This is what it does. It wants to destroy us and cause us to be ineffective. King Saul was one of those who struggled. He struggled with depression and fear. And 1 Samuel 16, 14 tells us that it was a tormenting spirit. You see, David had been anointed by Samuel and he was filled by the Holy Spirit. And King Saul requested that David come and serve him by playing the harp. And every time this tormenting spirit would come on to uh, King Saul and begin to trouble him, David would play the harp and King Saul would feel better and the tormenting spirit would go away. I believe this demonstrates the war that is going on right now. Not just the war that was taking place back there, but also the war that is going on and has continued to go on for years. The evil one sends this tormenting spirit, 
not just tormenting spirits, but spirits of fear, death spirits, all kinds of different things to just torment us, cause us to become defeated, cause us to um, uh, lose our peace, our ability to even function effectively, and also to our kill our loved ones, all joy that we have. I think he's trying to snatch away everything good in our lives, including our walk with the Lord. Sometimes we make wrong decisions and we kind of add into that, but I believe the enemy is responsible, just like it was here for King Saul. At this particular time, in this particular story, there was that tormenting spirit. See, King Saul also made poor choices, many poor choices that resulted in discouragement as well. But I want to focus here on the war that's going on here. And what happens is, is that this war between the evil one pouring out things upon us to cause us to be defeated and God's Holy Spirit, like David carried that spirit with him. He carried the presence of the Lord with him. Whereas the evil spirit come in and the presence of the Lord that David carried would usher it out. Isn't that powerful? Well, you know, we cannot allow this to carry on today in our age, in our time, because we have an anointing just like David did, that we can remove that. It's the presence of the Lord. But I believe we need to expect it. And instead of, you know, we we accept whatever the enemy is, is causing upon our lives or bringing upon our lives, how about we expect something greater? How about that we get forever ruined by the ordinary and step into faith for the miraculous? What I mean by this is that we don't want to live by the ordinary any longer. We want more from God and expect more from God. You know, Elijah was not an ordinary man. He really wasn't. He wasn't an ordinary prophet of God. I mean, he experienced many miracles and did what the Lord told him to do. And some of those things were very, very strange. In 1 Kings 18, the Lord sent Elijah to Ahab to confront his refusal to obey the commands of the Lord and for worshiping Baal. And this incident represented the war, I believe, that is taking place then and now. Are we going to serve Baal, the world, or are we going to serve the Lord? And what happened with Elijah? He summoned them all to come, all the pro- their prophets to come, all the people of Israel to come to Mount Carmel, and Elijah stood in front of them and said, how much longer will you waver? Hobbling between two opinions. If the Lord is Lord, then follow him. If Baal is Lord, then follow him. But the people remained completely silent. I found that kind of interesting. You see, I think we're doing the same thing today. We're just accepting the ordinary of whatever they're putting on us. They're trying to change our life. 
They're trying to make a new ordinary for us that is even confined and pushed down even more than what we've ever experienced before. And the question is, are we going to remain silent? Or are we going to really stand up and do and be what God is calling us to be as a body, as a church, as the bride of Christ? Well, you know, when I said, you know, that the Elijah was not an ordinary man. Well, you know what? There's many of us that can be that same thing. We can be mighty men and women of God who stand up and expect the miraculous. And I'm noticing that things are changing because many of us are rising up against the ordinary, against what we what we uh, what they're trying to push on us, I should say, and expecting the extraordinary power of God to move. Now, it's challenging, and it's risky. I find it very risky at times, just like Elijah's next steps were risky. I mean, he poured water on that sacrifice three times. He drenched it. He went against the norm of what could take place, and then he calls upon the Lord to come and fall, bring his fire down to fall upon and concern, excuse me, ex- consume the altar. First Kings 18, 36 through 39 says, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel, and I am your servant and that I have done all these things at your word, not my word, Elijah was saying, but at your word, Lord. You're the one telling me to do this. And he says, hear me, Lord, hear me, that these people may know that you are the Lord God and that you've turned their hearts back to you. You see the reason why we do the extraordinary where we, why we don't settle for just the ordinary. Because typically they would just put a sacrifice on the altar and light the fire. Not this time. Not this time. It was much, much deeper this time. Three times the drenching. And then he calls upon the Lord. I'm doing it because of you, Lord. This is what you're telling me to do. See, I believe the Lord is raising up people right now that are listening to the Lord and the Lord is telling them to do amazing things and miracles are taking place as a result of it. I believe that the Lord is pushing in on people now to stand up to the wrongness that is going on. They're standing up in government, state levels, schools, They're standing up in families. They're standing up in their careers, in their jobs, businesses. People are standing up and saying, no, they're going to do amazing things because the Lord is pressing them in. He's telling them, I am giving you this assignment to stand up for me. What happens next is the fire fell. And it consumed all the burnt offering. And all the people saw it, and all the people fell on their faces. Wow. 
They just didn't fall on their faces and bow down to him. They actually exclaimed that the Lord, he is God. See, this is what we want. When we see these miraculous things taking place and we're pushing back that spirit of Baal, that tormenting spirit, we're pushing it back and we're standing up for the extraordinary power of the Lord God Almighty, the great I am. For being forever ruined for the ordinary, that's what it is. It's exactly this calling forth the miraculous from God so that those who witness those miracles will exclaim, He is Lord. Isn't that amazing? This is what the Lord's doing. He's setting us up right now for this. He's setting us up to believe for more miracles, more healings, more salvations. This is what He's doing. It's forcing us to to expand our faith from just having faith to even greater faith. And then that faith goes all the way to believing for the impossible. Elijah, like I said, had a reputation for doing strange things for the Lord. Yet the anointing he carried resulted in amazing miracles. Amazing times when people turned back to the Lord as a result of the strange things that he did. He did miracles that astound us because of the unusual way that they occurred. Sometimes, some of us may be perceived as weird, especially when we walk out in the giftings that the Lord gave us. Sometimes the prophetic gifting is weird. Sometimes the assignments that he gives us is kind of different and out of the box. But, you know, it's a struggle for us. I know it is. It has been for me to step out and do what the Lord is telling us to do. Yet when we do, when that obedience comes, it's, and what, what God is calling forth right now is that obedience to go and do it. And when it, we do it, we're going to see the mighty miracles of God take place. See, when when that happens, when we step out in radical obedience, it ultimately demonstrates who is in control, who is winning the war, and who we must serve with all of our hearts. The enemy is out to cut our lives short. He's out to snatch away our belief. He, He wants to cause us to falter and become ineffective. Yet, We can't do that. We can't do that. We need to be like Elijah. We need to go forth in great faith regardless of how it looks, especially in the natural world. Some people will understand us, but the natural world is not going to understand this. Is it time for you to become ruined for the ordinary? To not accept what the enemy throws at you? To not just stand back and wait and see what's going to take place? I think it's time for all of us to press in for extraordinary power of the living God that we may display his wonderful, amazing, life-changing miracles so that others, many, will turn to the Lord. We will be expanding the kingdom of God. 
I want to remind you again, three things, three things that are required of us. Number one, we need to stand up to defeat. We need to stand up for it. Usher in the presence of the Lord and not back down. Number two, we need to recalculate unbelief. Where is it in your system, your belief system, where, where you don't believe for these things? We need to start and align our belief systems with the great faith for the impossible. And number three, we need to stand out in radical obedience. That means go, do, even when it's uncomfortable. I've stepped out many times when it's been so uncomfortable. I've also stepped out in times when I knew it was going to tarnish my reputation in the natural, but God was pleased and God will be ecstatic over those of us that continue to walk out in greater faith. See, Jesus did this everywhere he went. It didn't bother him. It didn't matter to him what they were saying. He was going forth in great faith. And what do we notice about all that? Blind eyes were opened. There was many deliverances, healings, multiplication of food, walking on the water. See what I'm talking about? There are great things to take place today. I just know it. Throughout this nation, throughout this world, and when we start believing for those impossible things, when we start standing up to the ordinary and become defeated in that, when we really begin to step out in that radical obedience, we're going to see God's kingdom reign. We're going to see it become expanded. Will you be one of those brave ones? It's a big question, isn't it? It's a big, big question. And we need to start. And we need to start evaluating, will we be one? We want it. We want change. Be one. Be one of the brave ones. Be one of the courageous ones that believe for all that God can do. Walk it out. Walk it out in obedience. Because God is doing it right now. He wants us all to rise up. That He wants the church to be powerful in Him. Lord God, I thank you right now that some who are listening, they're being challenged. Some are saying, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go after it. And then there's some that's wavering in that insecurity. But Lord God, that is an insecurity in them and it's not in you. And so Lord God, I thank you that you're implementing right now belief, higher level belief of all that you can do. Just like Elijah said, it wasn't about what he did. It was about what you could do. And your name, Lord God, is on the line and we can step out in that and you will demonstrate your great power, your great miracles, your healings, deliverances, and we will start walking more and more out in the extraordinary power of, of you, Lord, of you. I thank you for change. I thank you for that army that you're raising up even right now, Lord God. I thank you, Lord, that we can trust you and that, Lord God, you are pleased. You are pleased with so many of us for stepping out. We thank you, Jesus, in your precious name.
Amen. I am excited about where God takes you in our journey together. I truly believe great exploits await you. Visit my website, LoisFlewelling.com, for books, blogs, and messages to reach your new level in the Lord. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, or review the show on iTunes, cpnshows.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel and grow the kingdom of God.